Hi guys, welcome back to Model Behavior. I hope you're all having a fantastic day. Today is a very special episode. I have my very first guest here with me, my dear friend, Matea Magnano. Say hello, Matea. Hi, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I've never done this before. I've never done this before (laughs) with a guest. Okay, I don't know how this is going to work, honestly. (laughs) But we're going to try our best. I have some questions here for Matea. We're just going to shoot the shit and and chat with you guys. Um, first things first. <laughs> I feel like I should be looking at you. You don't need to be looking. No, that would make me uncomfortable. Okay. Well, don't we'll just both me. look straight. <laughs> so awkward. Okay, Matea. <laughs> you never call me that either. I don't. I call her... What do I call you? Taya? T? Yeah. T. Mostly, probably. Um, okay, so I've known Matea since I was a freshman. Mm-hmm. And she, maybe eighth grade. Maybe eighth grade, actually. Yeah. She was two years older than me, but we went to the same high school. School. It was K through 12. Um, anyway, we played volleyball together, which is how we really got to know each other so well. I feel like I've honestly... When did you start playing varsity was it my freshman year okay yeah. so maybe in eighth grade i played i played varsity basketball for a second in eighth grade oh okay well then that's how i met you yeah so we first met playing basketball with coach adam shout out coach adam love you love you miss, miss you. you miss you <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so we just knew each other from sports and going to school together i honestly i don't think we would have been friends if we didn't play no. sports i mean i would have we didn't have any of the same classes. We didn't really we didn't hang out with the same, same friend people. group. Yeah. yeah. Thank God for sports. Wow. I, I always thought it was volleyball, but I guess it really was basketball. Then. Basketball was first. Yeah. Because remember me and Lizzie played. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So that's where this all started. Mm-hmm. I was what? 14. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. And I was 16. Yeah. What else? I guess with that, like, um, Bentley was a little bit more shy. I was so shy, like and, painfully shy. Um, obviously, I thought she was so pretty, and I just wanted to be friends with her and kind of take her under my wing. So I guess that's kind of how our friendship began. I would just yeah. always make you sit next to me or be near me, and I also like getting my arm scratched. So that's <laughs> this is one of my hidden talents. You guys don't know about. I would always have her. Uh, tickle my arms, scratch my arms, <laughs> and back. I would be yeah. like fully naked on the bleachers watch, when we were watching the JV games, and I'd just be like, You'd literally take your shirt off, in such a euphoric stage, just getting my <laughs> whole body like scratched by Bentley. So that was definitely how it started. Yeah, um, and how we got close, but we also like never talked about anything other than sports. Like we didn't, yeah. we weren't involved in each other's lives very yeah, much. And no. I mean, I occasionally would ask you about modeling and stuff because that's something that I wanted to do at one point, <laughs> but obviously did not. But yeah, I mean, we weren't really, like, we never hung out outside of school or anything. It was a team-related friendship. Yes, for sure. But here we are now. Matea just moved to New York. Three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been hanging out every single day. <laughs> All day, every day. I've been showing her the ropes. I took her to some fashion week events the week she moved here. She got to see me in a show, which was crazy because only my mom has ever seen me in a show. So that was fun. Fun for you, mm-hmm. I'm sure. I, lo- I mean, that was the first show that I've obviously ever been to. So seeing that, and I also just think like seeing the growth of 
you know, seeing you in, in high school and going on these shows and then actually seeing it in person was yeah. like such a crazy experience. And obviously, like I almost cried. I just felt so proud of you. And Aww. you looked amazing. So getting to see that was so much fun. And then also like going on all of the different events that I got to go to. Like I was so spoiled and <laughs> obviously. The, Quite like, the intro to New York. Yeah, that type of stuff. We never, it's not New York Fashion Week every week. So definitely came at a really good time. And mm-hmm. We got to do a lot of fun things together. I have some questions and stuff for you. I think it would be good to talk about college Mm -hmm. because obviously I didn't, I mean, I went to college for six weeks, but you did like the full college experience. Yeah. Were you in a sorority? Yeah. So at, so I went to JMU, James Madison University and um, Greek life is really big there. So Mm. I knew from the very beginning that I wanted to be in a sorority, and everybody from Richmond was in either Tri-Dell or ASA. And so going into it, I was like, I want these or nothing. And then I got an Alpha Phi, and I was, like, upset about it because it wasn't, like, a a bunch of people who I knew from the Richmond area weren't in in that sorority, so Mm -hmm. I was really upset about it, but... It was honestly, like, the most fun thing ever. And but that probably ended up being good because then you met people that you didn't know already. Exactly, yeah. And, um, like, I really got to meet a bunch of people through that. And I was also... I lived in the sorority house my sophomore year. Ooh, how was that? I feel like I've heard mixed reviews about <sighs> sorority house living. It was, like, mixed because... So I was... I had a boyfriend at that time, mm-hmm. and he lived in Nashville, so I was doing long distance. Mm-hmm. And so also, like, when everybody's in... When you're a sophomore in college, everybody's going out to the frats and drinking a lot and um my boyfriend was a lot older so I felt a little bit more mature so I wasn't that like going out and being hanging out with all the frat guys and doing like kind of that type of lifestyle wasn't something that was super interesting to me so I was lucky because I had a roommate who also didn't want to do those types of things Mm -hmm. so her and I and she had a long distance boyfriend too so Mm -hmm. that was great um but I mean, I... So, like, what did you do then if you... If everybody was, like, going out on the weekend to a frat house? Like, what would you do? So, I hung out a lot with the football team. So, I... Like, (laughs) because my boyfriend at the time was on the football team. So, I think, like, me going out and being with people who he knew... Was comfortable for him because he wasn't there. So, and I also... Yeah, but I wish I... I wish I did more of the frat stuff. And, I mean, I did a lot more, like, my junior and senior year and a ton my freshman year but Mm -hmm. um I thought it was living in the house was a lot of fun it was definitely a lot I mean there was 26 girls one house and at JMU too it's like kind of dorm style so I was sharing a bathroom with 13 other girls and then there's an upstairs and 13 more girls in a bathroom so there was like two showers and three stalls but still it's just it was yeah I can't even imagine I liked staying on campus which was fun. Um, the house was on campus? Yeah. And okay. it was right next to the business school. So I was, it was really. Because you were a business major. Yeah. Right? Okay. So really easy for me to get there. And um, because I was dating somebody, I wanted to graduate earlier and like move and go be with him. So that's why I kind of did a huge load on my, on my schoolwork and classes. So I was set up to graduate a semester early. Mm-hmm. And that is ultimately why I was able to study abroad because I had that extra space in my schedule. Was that your senior year you studied abroad? So I studied abroad junior year. So me and my boyfriend had broken up at the end of sophomore year. I had a huge falling out with one of my friends who was my roommate for junior year. Oh. So it was just a big mess. Um, but then perfect timing to go abroad. Yeah. So I like applied literally a year late for the program I was in and then they accepted me in the program 
in September because two people had dropped out. So I was like... Like waitlisted. Yeah, so I was waitlisted. They told me September and then January of 2020, I moved to Italy, which was a hot spot for COVID. So I moved abroad to Florence, absolutely loved it, had the best time ever. For like three months until... Two months, yeah. Yeah, two months. I mean, it it was so much fun. And over there, like school is not the same as what it is in America. So like I was taking like wine tasting classes and cooking classes and mafia class like just whoa having a lot of fun and that's how school should be going out every single night and then I also had like a little Italian boyfriend when I studied abroad so that was a lot of fun and then yeah and then March 1st I got like kicked out of the country and so I came back home I was actually supposed to move to New York May of 2020 too because I hadn't not May of 2022 but May of 2020 May of 2020 also (laughs) (laughs) but because I had an internship in the city Mm. but was that set up before COVID happened yeah so that was supposed to be like a 10-week corporate in-person program and then it got switched to four-week like 20-hour a week virtual program which much different yeah obviously wasn't the same and then when did you move to New York the end of 2020 okay so yeah. we wouldn't have even seen each other. No. If that um, would have them. And honestly, we didn't talk. At all. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't think at all, pretty much. I mean, maybe like once every now and then, but we didn't see each other. We didn't no. talk. Like, basically, since you graduated. Yeah. When I, at the end of my sophomore year. Yeah, I think it was, I mean, I went to school and the only thing that we had really talked about was like sports and that yeah, kind of, like yeah. that chapter of my life kind of closed, and I came to your graduation. Remember that? You did, yes, yes, yes. I remember that. Um, and my little graduation party. That was nice. weren't you there? No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. You I were invited. So. Yes, it was like at the like. There was like I went to Kendall's. Oh, sorry. Okay, cool. Sorry. Anyway, moving on from that, I'll, we can <laughs> talk about that another time. Um, I feel like you were definitely there. Okay, we'll figure that out later. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Um, But yeah, it's just interesting to hear about because it's such a different experience, but also kind of the same. Because I didn't go to college. I moved to Australia literally a week after I graduated from high school, which is kind of similar to what you did moving to Italy last minute. It was just like a couple years after Mm -hmm. you started college. But I don't know. College is just so interesting to me because I went to like a big public school for six weeks which was just not the normal experience and like vcu is just not even close to the same as jmu Mm -hmm. it's like a city campus there's not really greek life like it's just very it's a very artsy school and jmu is not so it's just interesting to hear about especially like sorority stuff because i never did that i was never interested in that i mean i think you would have enjoyed it but i also think that you were in a different mindset than everybody else there like you had already worked very professional jobs with yeah. very mature people just I think, with adults yeah i think that you like i was a i was a kid i like worked at tom leonard's before. yeah like, i had no which was a grocery store in virginia yeah. and i just like had always that was something that was always what i wanted to do like you were really excited to go to college and you yeah. liked college yeah, yeah. so I think when you're going in with that mindset that, like, this is where I want to be, 
Yeah. Like, I think that you didn't really necessarily want to be in the position to go to school. No, definitely not. It was never, like, my intention to go to college, really. Um, But anyway, after COVID, you ended up moving to Italy after you graduated from college to work. Yeah. Well, first I moved. So I graduated in 2021. And then I moved outside of D.C. Oh, right. And worked as a contractor for Capital One. And that was great. So that also, too, like, corporate life is such a different... I have literally no idea what corporate life is like. Gotta love the nine to five. But what I struggle with, I think, the most moving to D.C. is when you're in college, all your closest friends are in, like, a five-mile radius of you. And then you moved... And then you moved to a city and everybody's, you know, spread out and you're not just, like a walk or even like a close drive to most of your friends so that was definitely something that I struggled with and thankfully for me a lot of my friends also moved to DC so I had a lot of people there but I definitely didn't branch out didn't really meet any new people like I only really became close with two people who I had never met before so didn't really challenge myself didn't really like step out of your comfort zone that much yeah at all but then you moved to Italy, and that I feel like that's completely outside of your comfort zone. I mean, I think that that was... I honestly think that moving to New York was a bigger step outside of my comfort zone than moving to Italy. When I moved there, though, like, the company that I was working with had our roommates all set up. So I was living in, like, a small apartment with five other people. And then in my, like, cohort, like, my group of people who I was working with, that was a total of 18 people. So, like... So you had, like, a built-in friend group, Exactly. Yeah. And I became best... I mean, my roommate... Her, her and I lived together for three semesters, but we, like, we're still really, cl- like, close friends. We mm-hmm. talk all the time. And the girls that we saw in the park the other day. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, yeah. It was easy to make friends because you live with them. Yeah, right. So I was also, like, super excited to get back to Italy and um, to kind of fulfill the rest of the traveling and, like, those types of experiences that I wanted to have and felt like I had gotten cheated out of. Right. What was your favorite part about working abroad and living abroad? I think just, like, the traveling was, like, getting to go to all those different countries. Like, going to Greece for 10 days. It was so much fun. It's just, I think, really, the traveling was it for me. My parents have been all around, and that's something that I've wanted to do. Like, my dad, after graduating, backpacked Europe for three months. And so just being able to, like, see places. And so your parents were obviously, like, super supportive of you traveling and, like, leaving and... Which is really nice because not a lot of people are. Like, people really? are. Like, I, I told um, my mentor when I was leaving Capital One, she was like, that's really risky. And people just, a lot of people aren't conditioned or don't have that type of support to take those big leaps and big steps. Mm. So I was definitely thankful that my parents were like super supportive of it, pushing me to go and, and honestly to stay for as long as I did. Yeah. Yeah, because I had that same experience when I was going to Australia, and I feel like a lot of people thought that was crazy for my mm-hmm. parents to, like, let their freshly yeah. 18-year-old daughter move <laughs> yeah. across the world. But they have also always really encouraged me. Like, my dad says all the time, like, just live an interesting life. Yeah. and You and I have literally done that. <laughs> yeah, we have quite literally done that. And I'm also so thankful for my parents for, like, just being so encouraging of getting outside my comfort zone and going to new places and it is a risk and but they want me to take risks yeah. like that and they want me to do things that they didn't do because honestly my parents haven't really left Richmond Virginia and it's not like your parents because I know your parents lived in New York like yeah. they your dad did all the Europe stuff and my, my par- mom lived in Mexico for a year 
Did you know that? No. She's fluent in Spanish. Of course she is. That does not surprise me. Mateo's parents are cool as hell. <laughs> and so are mine. <laughs> not that shit on my parents. But my parents just never, they just didn't have the opportunity to travel. Like they were always kind of tied down to Richmond, which is why also they wanted me to do something else and yeah. do something that they didn't get to do because they didn't have the opportunity and when I get the opportunity presented to me, they're like, yes, like, you need to take advantage of this. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we have, our parents are similar in yeah. the way that they, like, push us and encourage support. us and support yeah. us. Um, but anyway, now you're in New York. Yes, big, big new- So this is, like, I mean, I knew kind of my two roommates. I had never met them in person, but I just found them through Facebook. Mm-hmm. Moved in with no job, um, no, like, real close friends. So, like, no one who I was super close with, though, yeah. at all. And that's the first time you've moved without, like, built-in friends. Yeah, yeah. The first time I moved without any built-in friends, any, like, super, super close friends. Also, no job, too, which is... (laughs) That's crazy. That's another thing, but... (laughs) You're working on it, though. You almost... Yeah, yeah, It's coming. It's It's coming. It's It's in the works. It's... End of next week. End of next week, for sure. End of this week. Okay. Tomorrow. (laughs) Tomorrow. Tonight. (laughs) So, yeah, obviously, it was, like, I was... I felt super out of my comfort zone, but... So, were you more intimidated moving to New York than you were to Italy? 100%. Huh. I, like... I really think I started taking Lexapro because of how anxious I was to move About this move? Yeah. Wow. It was Yeah, we're also both on Lexapro, by the way. We both are giving rave reviews about (laughs) it. (laughs) Um, I think we kind of have similar anxiety. I think we have very different personalities. Mm -hmm. You are very outgoing, very personable, Um, and I have always been shy, super anxious, don't talk to people, but I think Lexapro is really bringing me out of my shell and making me comfortable and like giving me more of my personality back just because it's taking away so much of the anxiety that I have. Mm-hmm. I think for me, it's been it's been like really great. All my anxiety was just centered around, I think, like the big changes that were about yeah. to come in my life. And Which is very, like, of course. But obviously. I also feel more, um, I guess, like stable. Mm-hmm. Like I feel more in control of my emotions. Like and, less up and down. Yeah. yeah. Like um, even like before job interviews, like in the past I would be up sick like all night just mm-hmm. thinking about it mm-hmm. um and being nervous about it and anxious about it but now I'm like okay it's just like another person like I'm just yeah. gonna tell them my normal story and we're gonna talk and it's gonna be fine yeah I feel so much more like confident and like sure of myself yeah so that's like been a nice change yeah that's which cool. also I didn't have anxiety at all in high school like I never felt like that I was like born that. with anxiety I like came out of my mother's womb anxious and crying <laughs> But my mom has anxiety, too, so I think, like, it's kind of hereditary, but... Yeah, my dad has anxiety. Um, I don't know. It didn't, like... It decided to present itself within, like, the past year, which is mm. also kind of weird. Yeah, that's a cool perspective to have, though, because I've never known life without anxiety, really, until right now. So it's interesting to grow up without it mm-hmm. and then experience it. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Because I guess I just, like, I don't have the same frame of yeah. reference as you exactly. do. Exactly. No, yeah. I'm like, well, I literally, I have never felt like this. Why am I feeling like this now? Right. But, so I guess it makes it more clear that, like, what yeah. the issue is. Yeah. But I feel like yeah. right now, too, and as I journey through these next couple of weeks trying to, you know, really pull everything together and figure my life out a little bit more, I, I'm feeling, like, so normal and so much more like myself. Yeah. That's so good. God yeah. bless Lexapro. <laughs> yeah. Sponsor us. <laughs> 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, okay, I wanted to ask you, what is the best thing in your life right now? And what are you most excited about? Mm-hmm. And I'll also answer this too. Okay. So obviously moving here has been a lot, but it's also been a really exciting chapter of my life. So I think just like meeting new friends and new mm-hmm. people. And like I was saying earlier, how that guy was like, hey, if you park there, you're going to get a ticket. Like just the people in New York get such a bad rep. And like, that's that's not the truth at all like people here i feel like look out for each other and um like try to support each other and help like help each other out in any way that they can Mm -hmm. so i think just like being in a city where everybody's kind of looking out for everyone it's just like a nice feeling like it's just a community feeling and um i just like i just love the vibes here i love um just walking, riding my bike everywhere. Matei is the biggest city biker I've ever met in my entire life. And I'm the best, too. And the best. <laughs> the biggest of the best. The biggest of the best. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think I'm just, like, excited for this chapter and uh, to continue forward. And, like, ideally, I would love to have a couple different groups of, like, big friends, like, big friend groups. and Big friends. <laughs> big, huge <laughs> Like myself, no. But, um... Yeah, a lot of friend groups and, like, I like having a lot of... Something that I did in college is I had so many different types of friend groups. Like, I was friends with the football team, friends with the basketball team, friends with the baseball team, friends with, like, the Pike guys, the D-Sig guys, friends with an acapella group, friends with, like, my, like, study abroad friends. Like, I just had so many random friend groups and... Because I have so many different, like, sides to my personality, I feel like. So, I like to have, like, different things like that, I guess. So I'm hoping for to create those types of friend groups and have fun with them. And I feel like that's pretty easy to find in New York. Like there's literally someone for every, like somebody does everything. Yeah. I was literally telling my friend that the other day. I'm like, I love New York, but I'm also so scared of it because anybody, regardless of your background, you will find someone who are a group that like you fit in with, which is crazy. Like there are so many insane people and they can just fit in with with any with like groups here yeah okay <laughs> great answer thanks Love for it. sharing thanks yeah for sharing. <laughs> okay let me answer now yeah you, you ask me so Bentley um <laughs> just kind of what are what's the best thing in your life right now and what are you most excited about um I feel like this is a pretty obvious answer for me what I am most excited about right now is having a fresh start. Matea helped me move some of my stuff into my new apartment today. I finally have one. I have it figured out. I signed my lease yesterday. My movers are coming tomorrow. And I am just really, really, really looking forward to this new era of living in New York because I honestly haven't really experienced New York for myself, just by myself yet. Because since I moved here, basically, I've had a boyfriend. And now I'm single for pretty much the first time in New York. And it just feels like everything's brand new. Like, I, I honestly feel like I just moved here. That's so crazy. Which is so crazy. 
I feel like I'm brand new to the city. Like I'm going out and doing so many things I didn't used to do. And I'm just having such a good time. And I feel so positive about what's coming. Like every day I'm excited to be like, what am I going to do today? Who am I going to see today? Mm -hmm. Who should I call today? Like what friend am I going to make? What Mm -hmm. I'm like, there's just so much to do. And I feel like so many doors opened for me. Um, I also had my first day of my new job this week, which is production. And I had such a good time. And I just like really (laughs) connected with the team. Fuck, hold on. (laughs) But I worked on the set for an Adidas shoot and I had the best time. And I just feel like it's going to be something really good for me. And I felt like I was good at it. I liked what I was doing. And it was just cool to be on the other side of a job that I normally do as, like, the model. And it was really cool to see the other side of it. So I'm really excited about that. Okay. Um, my next question for you mm-hmm. is, what is the most challenging thing in your life right now? And what are you working on? Yeah, so I think it's, like, it goes hand in hand with my, my answer about what I'm most excited about. Mm-hmm. Because with that, like, making new friends, it's always... I mean, it's so nice, like, for us, we were, we got so lucky. Like, we're already so comfortable around each other because we knew each other as kids. So. Yeah. It was really easy for us to just, like, get right back in the groove. Um, she hasn't tickled my arm yet, which I'm sorry, sorry about. My but... hands are too sweaty to do that right now. <laughs> but, um, so, like, also just being vulnerable and, like, going out of your way to try to make friends. It's, like, I feel so stupid doing it. But, like, for example, I met this girl in my elevator. And I talked to her. And, like, we hung out all last weekend. So, it's just like putting yourself out there just like taking that first step ex- yeah of like being like oh, it's hey just, yeah because <laughs> yeah. um you know i feel like everybody in new york is always looking for a friend yeah and always looking for something to do so and there's nothing like no one's gonna be like ew why is she talking to me yeah, like people are gonna exactly. be grateful that you're like hey what's the up one, yeah everybody yeah. wants to take that first step but it's like when you move somewhere new and you have no friends like you, you literally have to, have be, that to be the person who does it yeah. so that's like definitely the scariest part and then but also so rewarding because now you have three new friends exactly yeah so just like yeah being that first person to reach out is just kind of like and then if they like don't reply (laughs) if they ghost you then you're like oh (laughs) shit what about what about you Bentley what's the most challenging thing in your life right now and what are you working on I think my answer also goes along with what's the best thing in my life I think starting over I think I'm intimidated right now Mm -hmm. i think it's a little bit overwhelming um just with literally every single thing changing so quickly yeah and i think i'm just trying to deal like trying to juggle a lot right now of like putting myself out there also moving also trying to find this new job like i just have a lot on my plate it can be challenging to not get really overwhelmed um and i think honestly if i didn't start lexapro i would be a mess right now Mm -hmm. But I think I'm just struggling a little bit to take care of myself, like make sure I'm taking care of myself and making time to check in with myself when I have so much going on. And like just being like, all right, slow down for a second, have some time to yourself, see how you're feeling, like what's really going on inside and just like processing stuff. Mm -hmm. Because I have this habit of just like brushing over things and not really addressing them and like getting like coping with them and dealing with them um so i think i'm having to just remind myself to slow down take a breath check in and just process some stuff but i think it's good that i'm like very aware of that that Mm -hmm. i need to do that so yeah i mean um, you literally are moving you have so much going on i feel like you haven't even really like digested your breakup 
yeah yeah so i feel like i have a lot to i mean especially with fashion week going on during all all of this like i literally just have not had a second to breathe Mm -hmm. and i think now that fashion week's over and once i get settled in my new apartment i'm really gonna have to like step by step break this down break down everything that happened process it feel all my emotions because i do like numb myself a lot but i just need to go through it feel it yeah i guess that's what i'm working on Welcome to ASMR with the belly We're not doing anything. We're not. <laughs> okay, stop. We almost made this entire episode ASMR. <laughs> you guys would have enjoyed it much more. <laughs> yeah, I hope we didn't bore you too much. I thought this was fun. I think yeah. we're pretty entertaining. Yeah. Um, we'll have to talk about... That was just like an intro, but yeah. maybe if She'll I... She'll be back, don't you Maybe worry. if I was good, I'll be back. Yeah, maybe if you guys give this enough good reviews, she'll come back. Yeah. Don't give her any bad reviews, okay? She's sensitive. Please, please. (laughs) Um, But yeah, thank you so much for being my first guest. Oh my God, thanks for having me. (laughs) And this is the last podcast you'll do in this apartment, right? This is the last podcast I will record in this apartment. Cheers to that. Claps, tiny claps. Yay! Okay. Thank you guys. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. We're going to wrap this up here. I love you guys so much. I hope you have a great day and I will see you next time. Say bye, Matea. Bye. (laughs) I don't know how these things end. (laughs) She loves you too. I love you too. (laughs) Peace and love.